And now for the podcast that embodies the existential melancholy of retrofuturist technology. Not all podcasts wear capes. Not bad. That was a mouthful, T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 hopefully I, I, I pulled that one off. Hopefully I got that. All right. It's it's in there. It's in the can. We're we're good to go. All right, we're good to go. So let's go, go, go. So Day one million three hundred and thirty-seven thousand of the quarantine. We're here. It definitely feels that way. It definitely <laughs> crunching, feels that way. Cr- <laughs> Burning. Some days into are longer that, than uh, others. Data. Yeah, yeah. But uh, hey, everybody, welcome back. Let's get right into the show. Yeah. So. Uh, so we were, we've been watching something on Amazon Prime called Tales from the Loop. It's a pretty cool show, and uh, we're going to talk about the first four episodes because that's all we've watched at this point, and right. uh, we're really digging it so far. So I think we're going to do a part one and part two after we wrap up the series, T. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, we could, we should, we could definitely do a wrap-up of this. And then after that, we're going to do a wrap-up of Westworld Season 3. Yeah, I'm sure we'll probably touch on all three seasons. Um, so if you've seen right, Westworld, right. stick around. If you're into Westworld, yeah. it should be a pretty good conversation. If you're not into Westworld, go watch season one of Westworld and come back and right. uh, f- f- forget two and three. But we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Tales from the Loop. Um, it's streaming on Amazon Prime and... Uh, this for me didn't necessarily come out of nowhere because I've seen the artist that inspired the series. But anyway, it's a it's a um, it's how many episodes does it have, Anthony? Uh, there's eight total, so we're there's halfway eight. done. We're halfway done, so we are going to be spoiling. We're going to try not to do any spoilers, but we've watched the first four, and we're going to be talking about um. The first four episodes, so we can't spoil five, six, seven, eight, but just right. uh, just a warning right off the off the bat. So we're going to be covering. Yeah, the first because four it, this is kind of hard to talk about without spoiling because every episode, in case you guys don't know, it's its own um, self-contained story kind of deal um, with right. a, a sci-fi it, twist in there. And sometimes the twist doesn't come to the end. Sometimes it's in the middle. Sometimes it's right in the beginning. But it's hard to talk about the episodes without giving those twists away. I, I don't know that I would call them twists, but we could we could get into that. And it and, and it, it would be described as an anthology series, right? Saying that there's a different a different story told every episode. But right. okay, so here's the premise. There's a town in Ohio in the 1980s now it could sometimes it feels like the 70s sometimes it feels like it late it sometimes it feels like late 70s sometimes it feels very very 80s and sometimes it feels like maybe early 90s um or or now or now you know yeah yeah but it's it but i mean definitely if you you look at the swedish cars and we'll get into that the the sobs and the volvos that are in there and it's set in a town so it's like it's like one of those things, almost like Northern Exposure. You know what I mean? Uh, well, that's an older, an older show that maybe, maybe some of our listeners, our younger listeners, would have uh, uh, watched. Um, it, it's like all these characters that live in the same town in Ohio, and and the unique thing about this town is that there's like a particle accelerator um, 
that was built in the town. A particle accelerator is like big circles underground that they accelerate particles so they could subatomic particles so they could smash into each other and like breaking open a watch so you can kind of see what's inside that's like that's a great explanation of what (laughs) subatomic particle right accelerators yeah those those those, does it go um, fast does it go fast yeah yeah it goes no you have to like make it go (laughs) super fast they wanted to like get as close to the speed of light as possible and like hit it to each other but what happens is those those subatomic particles like gluons and all those exotic particles inside an atom. Kind of, oh, anyway, this isn't a science broadcast. Let me, this is a science fiction. I was going to let you go, see how many words you can, uh, you can piece together. To everybody. So there's a particle accelerator under this town. And there are the sa- they're, they're, they're the same characters that you see in every episode, but each episode focuses on a certain person in that town or, or maybe a, a couple or two or three characters in that town. And they're not necessarily directly related, but the people know each other. Right. It's almost like, it's almost like the second season episode in Westworld. I want to tie the two together. See what I do. It's like a, it may, all right, it, let's it see. Make Go a, ahead, T. Let's connect it all. In second season, there's, um, of Westworld, there's the episode with, uh, the native American, who goes through his own Akichita. arc. Akichita, right, right. And there's this whole thing with him, right, that explains his whole story instead of being, you know, uh, the quote-unquote uh, uh, deadly savage, right? And then it kind of right. goes into that because, you know, that's a kind of white colonialist kind of thing and he's a savage and then it's like, well, he's not a savage, he's a robot and he's not a thing. And then, you know, the problem with savage and actually this robot has an interior life, blah, blah, blah. That's for the Westworld part, <laughs> <laughs> but um but like that episode focused on him every episode focuses on different people so far that we've watched right but those other characters are still there right in the background it's one of those things right. where maybe these stories are happening at the same time and it's just kind of telling you the point of view from somebody else and what they're dealing with in their specific time period you know of, of the story so what do you think t are you definitely into the show right Right, right, and 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 I, you know, and I want to give a little bit of background for the viewers about how how this like show developed, and I'll, you know, maybe we could put that in a quick nutshell. So it it all it all comes out, and just because you know my you know uh, my mom is Finn Svenska, and that means that um that she uh, it's uh, she was uh, grew up in a Swedish speaking part of Finland. It's a very small little enclave of people there uh but my mom speaks swedish and i have my cousins live in Uteborg in sweden so i'm really excited about this because this whole series is based on uh, uh artwork by uh an artist named simon uh stalinhog and and this artist uh does these great like look it up now we'll we'll put some links in the show notes about these beautiful paintings of like this it, it it's really strange stark like landscape paintings of well, are are they paintings here or are they photos they look like photos to me that no, he kind of no they're paintings they're, they're it's digital oh, wow, art okay. right so so you know it's digital art i can't tell you his exact you know um gotcha his his methodology you know is he is he doing i think he's do what i saw from a video is he's doing it in photoshop and he has a like a uh, like one of those fancy the more higher end Wacom tablets, and you know he has photo references probably um, 
but they're 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 painted, you know, digitally they digitally painted, and he was putting out books. So the first book that he put out was called Tales from the Loop, and you know you could buy it on Amazon, and it's just all these beautiful like paintings of kids and robots and in like these stark landscapes and all this other stuff. It's really good. And then um, the second one was like Tales from the Flood. And then the third one, I, I forget what the third one was called. But um, it was uh, the, something about electric. Uh, here, I'll, I'll look at you. Keep talking. I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. So, so this artist inspired because it, it like his paintings like blew up online or something. Everybody's like looking at them. And then uh, um, the artist uh, they they created a um, a role playing game based on it. And and the role playing game is was based on this idea of it's like the kids on bikes genre of role playing games. And if you don't know what the kid you don't know what a role playing game is, that's Dungeons and Dragons. Bunch of nerds around the table. Stranger Stranger dice. Things too. Stranger Things. Yeah, everybody everybody who's listened to this podcast has watched Stranger Things. So this is yeah, Stranger Things is kids on bike bikes. E. T. Kids on bikes. Goonies. Kids on bikes and kids on bikes is a genre that was in eighties movies, but it's now because of our you know our nostalgia for the twentieth century. Uh, there's a lot of this coming back, and this is this kind of um, this role playing game, uh, Tales from the Loop, was based on his art. And then, of course, going through, it came out that it was so popular that it was turned into a uh, and that role playing game is set on top of a particle acceler accelerator but instead of ohio it's in sweden in an island off of sweden all right here t let me let me jump in real quick so the three sure. books are tales from the loop things from the flood and the electric state those are those are the three books that he has and yeah yeah and so after that then i mean a lot, he's this guy's supposed to be like multi talented uh, Simon Stallinghog. But then there's a lot, but then it inspired the show. But there's a lot of talent in this, in this, uh, working on this show. One of the executive producers is, uh, Matt Reeves. And, uh, you're looking at IMDb, Anthony. Who, uh, tell us some of the stuff that Matt Reeves has been working on. Yeah. Worked yeah on. So, so Matt Reeves, obviously, the big thing that he's doing now is the Batman movie with, um, Robert Pattinson. And uh, his big movies now, up until this point, were the last two Planet of the Apes movies. Those were good. the the The, the Planet of the they Apes were movies great. were good. I, I like I like the third uh, Planet of the Apes movie. It was a Holocaust film, you know. Yeah, yeah. And essentially, yeah. I mean, th those movies they 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 were really good, really really good. Yeah. I mean, they they were a lot deeper than just you know monkeys riding around fighting each other and, th and things right, like that. Right. You know, there's there's the the cast is great. Uh, Rebecca Hall, um, she's been in a lot of movies and she always plays, um, you know, it, she, she's never, I don't think she's ever had like this breakout role. Oh, that well, like, I mean, she was in Iron Man 3, right? Oh, that's right. She was in Iron, she's been in a lot of stuff. I, I remember her from this film called The Awakening where she's like, like chasing ghosts or something like that. She was in a couple of, uh, you know, indie, she's did a lot of indie films and things like that. She was in a Woody Allen film. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not going to watch any more Woody Allen films, uh, even though I, you know, I had fond memories of them, but she's been a lot of stuff. Uh, and one of the other big names that are in here is Jonathan Price. High Sparrow. The high, yeah, 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 yeah. The High, the high Sparrow Spar from, from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. And he was the main villain in 
the uh, Tomorrow Never Dies 007. What was his name? Remington Steel 007. Oh, um, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Remi- I, you know what? I'm just going to say Remington Steel. But uh, he played in that, but not my favorite Bond movie. But he, he's been in he's been in so much stuff. I mean, uh, he play, he's in a lot of art house films and things like that. But he's like, but he's also played the like the president in GI Joe. <laughs> you know, right. He, so he, he yep. he's getting you know he he doesn't he he's has been around a lot of work. Let me just look. He's in uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Brothers Grimm, uh, just a just a ton of stuff. This guy. Uh, He's not gonna. He's not gonna. You know, he's not gonna. If he's not gonna go hungry, um, but there's, uh, there's, and and then there's the directors that have directed episodes. Jodie Foster directed an episode. Yeah, I don't think we've seen her episode yet. I think she directed the last one. She directs the last one, and yeah. and what's his name? Who directed Wally? Finding Nemo. Is it Andrew Stanton? So he did Toy. Uh, not did Toy. He wrote on Toy Story. Um. Let's see what he directed. Directing twelve credits. Um, uh, Better Call Saul. Oh, Stranger Things. <laughs> you know, two I just ep- said that two before. Episodes of Stranger Things, Tales yep. from the Loop. John Carter. Wally, I, Finding Nemo. John Carter so, is yeah. an underrated film. Not a great. I like film, John but Carter. It was underrated. It's, I think it's, yeah. it's good enough. Wally. I mean, he directed enough. Wally. Yeah, Wally. I mean, really right good. there, you know what, Wally. A maker. I mean, the first what half an hour of Wally could be an episode of Tales from the Loop. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, and you know? Wally has that kind of that analog kind of uh, tech, like old technology kind of look to him. You know, um, right, right, right. But uh, I think I think and so there's all. I mean, we could talk about all the talent that's on this on this forever. I, and I think what distinguishes Tales from the Loop from Stranger Things or what distinguishes Tales from the Loop from uh, other kind of shows like this is it's it, it's it's a, it's a slow burn there it's a slow pace and it's atmospheric and there's a yeah. certain quiet beauty to this that's not for everybody no and and I'm going to be honest with everybody right now the so like I said we've seen four episodes the first episode I actually fell asleep while I was watching it. Two, well, two things. Number one, out of the four episodes that we watched, I thought that one was just okay. The other three I thought were a lot better, just that the story was better. But, I mean, I watched this episode late at night. The episode's very dark. I didn't have any lights on. Um, my son was sleeping on the couch, and, uh, you know, I didn't want to put any lights on to wake him up. And, uh, yeah, I actually dozed off while I was watching it, but I was able <laughs> to wake up enough to figure out what was going on. So I didn't really have to go back and do a rewatch of it. But yeah, so the, the the next couple episodes that I watched, I watched with the lights on, you know? So, so I wasn't feeling like, uh, like I was going to pass out on the couch anytime soon. And I really, really liked those more, but you want to just start spoiling the episodes, Steve? Cause it's really yeah, hard we'll, to talk we'll, about yeah, them. We'll, yeah. We'll start, we'll start spoiling you know? those episodes. So we're spoiling the yeah. first four. We don't know what right. happens after the first four. So right. Go for it. And, and yeah, so I guess we'll take it episode by episode because, like we were saying before, each one is its own story. Yeah, so the first episode is called Loop. And, uh, Gadsy, you want to you talk about it a little bit? No, let, let, why, why, don't you, why don't you lead it in? You want me to just uh, keep going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's a girl, and it's, it's hard for, to remember everybody's name because you only get, you know, 
45 minutes with these characters. So, And sometimes they don't even really say the names of the characters. So I'm just going to say, you know, the little girl or the older lady or Rebecca Hall, right? We'll go with that kind right, of thing. Right, right, right. But um, so you're assuming that Loretta, it's... Loretta. Oh, Rebecca Hall is Loretta. Loretta. Okay. Right. Yeah. There's a, you know, a little girl who's interested in what... They make it seem like it's her mother, right? Who's um, who's doing all these... Um, I don't want to say experiments, but she's basically working from home. Works for the loop. So everybody in this town works at the particle accelerator, the loop. And if you're not working for the loop, you want to work for the loop because it's kind of like a good job. Right. Right. So, right, exactly. So, so I guess, yeah, she knows that that's what her mother does, but she doesn't know exactly what she does. So she's trying to figure it out, right? And through... I guess, what, what do you want to say? Mysterious so mo- circumstances, I guess? I don't know. The mom steals a piece. So, so the loop was built around this kind of undefined object. It looks like something. It looks like the big sphere from Westworld, to be honest. You know, there's just another similarity between the two things from Westworld season three. Um, and she steals a piece of it and brings it home. And because of that, the little girl is sent forward in time to the time of the main story of Tales from the Loop, which is this undefined time in, you know, late 20th century, 80s, right? And right. Uh, and you're always reminded of the 80s because you see 80s models, Volvo and Sobs, just to make sure you kind of like, you know. Yeah, because nobody drives this. those anymore, right? I love those. My, my my folks had my folks had like those uh, those eighties Volvos because my my actually uh, my my uh, my uncle worked for Volvo in in Göteborg in Sweden and my dad um, my mom and my dad lived in Sweden for a couple of years and my dad worked for Volvo there so it's always like oh for me it's like oh those 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 uh, those old cars it's it's very it's very nostalgic for me you know yeah. so this little girl goes because so she's like from like the 60s or the 50s and it's really it's really hard to tell but you see it's a right. little bit older and she goes well yeah no she, you you would say that because when when she gets sent through time you know rebecca hall all right so here here's the main spoiler the mom and the daughter are actually the same person so when she right. gets sent through time she's a, that's she's the only time probably, there's a twist right right Right, and you don't find that out until like later on in the episode. But she's right. when they probably like thirty five years older than her, right? Yeah. So yeah, so you figure Rebecca Hall's like late, uh, late thirties, early forties in the show, and if the girl was probably like eight years old when she got sent through time, it's thirty years. So you probably start in the fifties and you end up in the eighties. Right, right, right. But here, here's the thing, right? This is what I liked about it, and I liked this show from the very first one, is because the science fiction. While it's always there, it's it's in the background because of design, the design of it, right? All because right. it's 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 supposedly an alternate history, right? World, right? And you see the technology, but the technology is there, but it's almost as like as wallpaper to these stories about people, and yeah, this is right. and and it's so character driven, and it's acted so well i mean what great acting performances from these kids you know i hate things where the kids do a terrible there's just like terrible acting yeah it's like cringe words you know it makes you cringe yeah but no these kids 
these kids were really good. Yeah, for yeah, sure. no doubt. And 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 I really bought in to that thing when you know Rebecca Hall, the Loretta character, is like, you know, I thought this actually happened, and there's this kind of realization that she didn't dream it. Right. As a child, and she met herself, and she goes, "Yeah, you know." And I remember this exact conversation, and it, and it, and she and then she goes back. Um, I just thought it was it was so well done, I, you know. I, and I I was I was it was really really good, really really good. Yeah, and and yeah, I didn't realize that it was an actual like anthology series. Because when the first episode ended, I, I texted you. I said, "Oh, I just saw watched. I just watched the first episode of uh, Tales from the Loop." And is every episode going to be its own story? Because to me, it seems like that was kind of an ending that they're not going to go back to. And you're like, "Oh yeah, you know." And that's when you were saying it's you know there's other characters that appear in the background that are from previous episodes and things like that. So I'm like, "Oh okay, that's a cool idea." You were talking about like the wallpaper and the sci-fi and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool because, you know, you see people walking around and there's like robots just walking around in the background. Yeah, right, right. Or you just know? like, and they, they, or a ba- not a, not walking around, they're like abandoned robots, right? And they're kind of just like sitting in the forest doing nothing, right? Yeah, kinda... I mean, like, they're like wild dogs, like wild animals kind of really, <laughs> right. right? They're just like right, just... peeking at you and things like that. And Yeah, this abandoned technology and this technology that kind of like just it's there rusting you know in, in the in the back and and um and it's always like every story is driven by these little pieces of old technology that people interact with and then they call they they they, they put the characters in science fiction situations where they need to make they make decisions based on what this technology allows them to do or reveals to them Right, that's a, that's a great segue into the second episode. See, right, I love so and this, that the set the second episode s- sealed the deal for me uh, for this show. Yeah, yeah. So the really second episode it. is called Transpose, and uh, mm-hmm. the, and this one gives you the. I'm I'm gonna keep calling them twists. I know they're not really twists. They're yeah, they're yeah, really right, like right, the, right. the main driving yeah. point to the story. Right. But basically, two two friends are hanging out in the woods and they come up to one of these structures that he's talking about. And the one kid, does he fall in or, or he goes in? Yeah, then now these I, are teenagers. I, these are teenagers. Yeah, the, right, first, teenagers, the first yeah. episode, it was more like children. They were like 10, 11. Right. Right. And now these are teenagers. They're walking around smoking ganja in the, in the, in the woods. In the woods. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Just got to like being teenagers, you know? I mean, you can relate right. to that. Right. And, um, so they, the the one kid interacts with one of the structures and he actually goes inside and the other, you know, his buddy's waiting for him outside and he like just lays down, falls asleep kind of thing. When he wakes up, the other kid's coming out and they switched bodies. And th- this one I think was my favorite episode so far right. of the four. Right, right. And, and, and what they do, what they do with that, right? They go, Oh, we switched bodies. Oh, quick. Uh, we got to switch back. And then they switch back. And then they go, oh, let's try it again. It goes, let's spend like a day as know, each other. A day as each other. And and what they had to do, and which they did leading up to that, is they looked into these kids and where they were in their lives and what their concerns were. And it, it goes forward in like 
you know, what, what their love interests are and, and their anxieties. And, and, and then it goes into this thing where, you know, it's, it's super spoiler alert. Um, uh, the, uh, the, one of the, one of the friends and not the one you would think says, no, I want, I want to stay in this body as you, I, uh, right. as you, you know, it's the more nerdy guy. It's the, you know, it, it, you know, he wants to stay the, the, the cool jock type character goes into the, 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 the trope of the nerd character because he's going to be able to work in the loop because he's smart and, and, and the other guy's going like, to basically break rocks for a living or, or something like right, that. He right, doesn't want right, to, yeah, yeah. he doesn't want that to be and, his life, you know, and you, and you feel for him, you right. know? And, and, and then he's like, they're, they're, they're coming to, he's like, no, I'm not going to go back. And then the other kid starts freaking out and he tries to go back to the, you know, you know, circular, the piece of technology in the, in the woods and tries to go back. And then he, you find out he, he, uh, he goes into a coma. He wasn't able to do that, but that his mind jumped over to a robot. And I mean, we're, we're kind of explaining it, but the ramifications and how that episode ends with, this is the new status quo for these two characters. One right. is in well, his friend's and Don't body. forget, see, they actually, the one kid goes back in the woods and they're dismantling the structure. Right. Remember, right. so that, that's what so kind of sets them off. Yeah. It can never fix, it can never be done done. They can't. Well, yeah, right. well, supposedly, where we, we feel, I mean, who knows what will happen in the following episodes. Right. But it's this kind of thing where they're stuck and... And and it really does a good idea about like, would you want like I mean I don't know man like it might be interesting to switch bodies with you or something, but that'd be really freaking weird. And yeah. after about ten minutes, I'd be like, oh, that's not my you know, like my junk or whatever. <laughs> it would it would <laughs> well, be you well, know. See, listen. Be, no offense, but we're both small guys. If anything, I'm gonna switch bodies with somebody who's a little taller, just so I can see what the the air's like up there. Well, there's, there's many definitions of tall or small. small. But anyway, we're a family podcast. A family podcast. But like, it's you know, I mean, it would be like I would want to be like, oh yeah, it'd be interesting to try and like swap, right? But right. then there's this kind of this kind of fear going forward that they really do a good job with the pacing of it. And I think any other show would have done that wrong. This kind of like how they slowly walk back into each other's houses, how they sit there at the tables and let's cause 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 other, other shows would speed through these beats. Right. And not allow for the characters to you to really kind of feel this kind of strangeness that and, the and it's funny because you, you're saying like speed through, but this whole story, this part of the story is probably only a half an hour because the episode itself was only around 50 minutes. The first like 10, 15 minutes are setting all this stuff up and it's, it's 20 minutes into the story before it really gets going that that's where it's going to be. And what I liked about it is, I'm like, all right, I see where this is going to go. They're going to switch bodies. They're going to go do whatever. The guy's going to, you know, kiss the the girl, and the other guy's going to get mad, and, and then they're going to switch back, and then they're going to be friends, and everything's going to be fine in the end. And it's totally not that at all. And I'm like, 
I'm really interested to see where the rest of these episodes go to see what kind of stories they set up and how they pay those off. And and it's how it's filmed because it's beautifully filmed. And it's this kind of uh, film is, is the wind in the trees, right? This is one of these typical filmic things to say, and I don't mean to get all like film school or something like that, but you know, it's that, uh, it, you know, well, a, a more popular example would be that moment in gladiator when the, you know, that, that's now a, a cliched trope with the hand across the wheat. But if you go back to a film like days of heaven, Terrence Malick, and it's just, it is this very Terrence Malick like where you just have the, the you know, the, you know, in, in days of heaven, when it just shows the house on the hill in, in, you know, that house it, during magic hour, and it just lets it breathe and it lets the scenery breathe. And it lets these kids breathe when they're smoking weed, walking through the forest. You see this kind of thing where they're just kind of like, they allow that to happen. Right. And they allow you to experience. It's very existential. It's very experiential. And it, it only works because of that. And a lot of people are going to walk into this going, oh, man, this is just taking so long. Why do it's, you know, where's, where's the car chase, right? And, and uh, I think that that's why this works. That's why this works. Because, the, the, again, in all the best science fiction, the science fiction doesn't matter. The, the actual science fiction right. elements don't matter. This is about character. And they really right. do that here. And that thing with the two guys in the woods – and going through and switching. And then the new status quo that it leaves at the end of the episode is terrifying, actually. Right. It's really right. stuff of nightmares. Because, you know, I, you know, I've had dreams like that. And it's like disturbing. It's not like body horror or explosions or some kind of like, you know, uh, you know, ceilings dripping with blood or anything like that. It's just this kind of. It, yeah, like, it, what would you do if you ended up becoming a robot? Right, right, you know, right. You know what it reminded me of, T? The, the, um, the last shot, 100%. The, I'd prefer to be in the robot than to be in the body of my friend. Because that's even more yeah, disturbing. Right? Right? Um, no, what because I was it's like a the, robot, I'm like, last... all right, I don't have my body anymore. <laughs> I'm in a robot. I can come to terms with that. I, I feel guilt-free. You know what I mean, or or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean. But it's like, it. Yeah, it's it. That was such a good episode. Such a good episode. Yeah. Um. No. What I was gonna say is the the ending of that totally reminded me of District Nine at the end. Yeah. 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 That that's a hundred percent where 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 I got that from. But yeah, I mean that that was I think my favorite episode. Um. But moving on, the the, the third episode, yeah, this stasis, stasis. This one was very very good too. Yeah, um, yeah. This one, I think, is just I like. I said I like the second one the best. This one is just as good. I I feel right, like, right, right, right. and um, and okay. this has to do with something nutshell, we all would love to a, do, right? In a, in a nutshell, um, uh, this teenager finds uh, <coughs> a piece of technology when she's fishing with her dad. She finds a piece of technology that she could stop time. And you, it gives you a bracelet that you could stop, stop time. So she kind of finds this other boy who's not her boyfriend and they put on these bracelets and they stop time. And they have this like month-long love affair as the entire ever, – they, they stop time. The entire world stop, stops. Yeah. The entire world stops for a month. And they stay that way for a month. 
and they kind of just, you know, have this relationship, right? And they go through this whole arc of a relationship and then they kind of break up and come back. Right. Essentially, that's what happens, basically. Right. And and everybody's pretty much fine, except no one is hurt. Nothing is broken. They're able to come back. They f- there's a little bit of like, oh, can we come back? But that's resolved really quickly. Yeah. Uh, you, you just take off the bracelet. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Essentially, they didn't even need another power source for the for the thing, really. That was almost like unnecessary, right? Um, and, but well, no, she, the bracelet... She, if the if you wear the bracelet, it it allows you to interact with whoever else. Well, it basically, it allows you to do whatever with time stopped around you. Right. If you're not, so if you so don't you have the bracelet on, you you're frozen. Right. So even if because and remember they their power source <clears throat> their power source died, but they could just take off the bracelets. So they didn't need right. to get a new power source. But then they're they're stuck. No, he took off the bracelet. Yeah. And it and it's remember it stopped in midair, right? Because he was back right, in normal he, time. Oh, so you're saying no. that the entire universe came to a halt? Yes. Okay, I didn't read like that. Yeah, I read it because like remember, he's when she's talking to him um, towards the end of this of the episode, and he already took the bracelet off. She doesn't know that he took the bracelet off, and then when she comes around, she sees that the bracelet is in midair. Because he he took it off his wrist and dropped it, and it stopped right between his hands. So the, only the person with the bracelet on. I didn't see it as that the machine stopped time. I saw it as the machine pulled the two people out of time. So oh, that, see, I was reading it. Go, go so that so I don't think that the entire if they ne- if she never found another power source. That the entire universe essentially ends. Yes. No, I don't. No, that is. I don't. I don't see it like. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it like. Yeah. That. No. See, because I mean, it's it's basically a light switch, right? So you turn the right. switch on. If you have the bracelet on, you're not bound by the rules of the switch. You turn right. the switch off. <laughs> and th- again, because... this isn't this isn't science class, but the idea of the theory of relativity is the. Sp- we experience time as, as different things depending on how far we travel and our perception of what we're looking at, right? So it, it, it's this kind of thing that inst- it's, it's, it's based on perception of time instead of actual time. Because if you travel the speed of light, you're essentially coming to a complete stop. That doesn't end the world. But right, you slow you 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 slow right. down in time so, so much you're, that you're thinking you're thinking like Quicksilver from X Men, basically running around so, so much faster than everybody else. Right, it right. looks like everybody's standing still. Right, I, I'm saying no because when they were doing whatever they were, you know, running around, people were literally stopped in their tracks. Right. So cars were right. stopped. Remember, right. there's no sound. Right. right. But so, what I'm saying is if, 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 if you look into like theory of relativity, the faster you travel, time starts to slow down. So if you ma- actually manage to make it to the speed of light, time actually for you stops. Okay. It's but up. It's, 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 <laughs> it's the, the, the relativity is up. Um, but <laughs> if now over a month's span... If everybody right. else is moving, 
even if they're moving but I'm saying really, that really nobody slow is compared moving. to you. It, it's it's people are still moving. It's just you you're stuck in that kind of thing. well. We could go on, <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> but and that's the beauty of it, right? That's the beauty. Right. That's the beauty of this kind of this this situation. But no, it, I'm you know, glad it, you read it a different way than me because it it made for a good conversation. Because because I saw them. It's, the rest of the world is fine. I just saw them as stuck, and if they were stuck together in that moment for the rest of their lives, that that's 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 great. That's horror, right? That you're stuck like right. that, you know. It doesn't matter if you're with the person that you love the most, you know. Uh, you know. Uh, you know. Uh, the people you're surrounded, you're stuck in that situation, and that you can never get out of that. That would be, you know, again, psychological horror. Yeah, I mean, the the kid literally choose to get away from her, right? Than stay in that situation because he he ended up getting upset with her, you know. Yeah, because in the end, um, it's all selfish. It was about. Right. It's about selfishness, right? And and you know what what she learns about her mother having the affair, right? And and she's seeing about her herself being selfish and her mother and wh- what it means to you know do do where where do you you know make decisions for yourself or for, you make decisions for the people around you? It's this kind of it's real questions about you know that science fiction reveals truths about our lives that are are not science fiction that are you know. That are based in the real world and science fact, right? So, right. You know, how, how do how do we, you know, and and the science fiction, the best science fiction, always doesn't talk about the future or, or some you know some alternate reality. Or time it's talking about thing. it's talking about us now and the decisions we make. How, how do we make the decisions so we navigate the the ordinary world in which we live, right? Right. Which is filled with wonder, anyway, right? So I don't mean to get right. poetic or anything, but yeah, that no, one was great. That was beautiful. And then, yeah, yeah, and then she goes and she's there with this guy, and and all the kind of hijinks they pull, and it, the you know when they're when every, all time is stopped, and it's really kind of like reflects on you know it's not it, it's it's never played for a joke. Uh, but it's no. it, they're stuff. They're funny. They're funny moments, right? And kind of like, Haha, yeah, that's a cool thing to do, right? But it's not like it takes itself. Yeah, I like this show because it takes itself seriously, you know. Yeah, but you know, it's um, if anybody got was put in these situations, like, what would you try and do? You know, that's how if you were that age, that's how it's relatable. You would, you know, fool right, around right. with what with the you, person that you're you're you stop time with what you. You're right. probably gonna go. I mean, they they go and they they rob. Uh, I guess you know what, bunch of dresses and things like that, and and yeah, but they just get and, stuff you know. they need or want but, just so they can right. Put it's on, it's yeah, not yeah, uh, yeah. Rob is a bad word, but yeah. they're you know they're, they're experiencing they the moment they, that they're in. They're gonna put it back. They're gonna put it back. Right. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah. no, yeah, it was it was. Uh, but then one of the things I was thinking of, and you know, I get into these kind of like. You know, you know, really thinking about it. So they're they're riding a scooter. They have this beautiful scooter ride, and it's gorgeous, and it's one of those you know uh, days of heaven moments. But uh, they they would an internal combustion engine work? You know, because if everything stopped, and you, I mean, I guess if you push thing, but that's cause and effect, right? So if you know, you you you, you know, if what happens if I have a a pencil and I go to drop it? Once I let it go, does it just hang in air? 
right? So if that happens, how could you even turn on an engine, right? And then, and then, yeah, uh, I mean, I guess same thing with like a watch, right? Does the clock yeah. stop on a watch that you're yeah, wearing? Right. So, the, right, you know, so so it's kind of like this. It's you know, it's not science; it's magic, right? So so you know, so there's this kind of weirdness to all that because you know, you know, they they go to this lake house and they start staying in this lake house. Would the toilets work? You yeah, know, I think now just, you're going you know, too deep you're, into the woods. No, I know, I know. But this is the kind of things I think about. Like, if you needed tap water, do you have to go and do, like, if you'd switch the thing, would the water actually come out if time is stopped, right? I don't know. Would the toilet well, flush? Good, good thing, good thing to you, you won't have to worry about this, right? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> unless, exactly. <laughs> unless someone invents a, a time stop machine. <laughs> right, right. Which, uh, let me know. I'd like to check it out. For sure. We'll, we'll guinea pig it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then... Uh, all right. So then the, the, the fourth episode, Echosphere. So do you like this it, one, T? Yes. And you know what? You didn't even need science fiction in it. Nope. You didn't even... Nope. Science, but the science fiction moment, and it was only one, was beautiful. Where they yeah, go to really, the, the thing... Really interesting. And, 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 and how they play it. And he goes, oh, you can see an echo... Of the thing, and the little boy does it, and you hear it going, 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 and you hear. Okay, so the science fiction thing is, you you go to this rusty old sphere, another rusty old sphere, and you go hello in there, and then it echoes, and it echoes right. like every decade or so, whatever time frame, and you could hear your the little boy calls into it, and he hears his voice mature all the way to being an old man. And it echoes, echoes, echoes for a while. Right, echoes so a, you, a bunch of times. And he's right, there with so his grandfather. Right, he's there and his grandfather's grandfather. explaining to him the, the more How echoes you works, hear, the longer yeah, you'll live. You'll live, right? right. The longer you'll live. Yeah. And she's like, oh, wow. And it was really kind of goes, Grandpa, you go into it. And right. and this is one of the... And, and you... And what you love is you already know the grandfather's dying. You know this, right? Because even if they didn't tell you, they're showing you in the story that he's, you know, you know he's yep. sick, right? And he goes to do it anyway. And you're like, oh my gosh, there's not going to be an echo. There's not going to be an echo. Yeah. You, you already knew there's not going to be an you echo. You knew it. He does it anyway. And then there's no echo. That's the beauty of this show. Because it's not a surprise it puts you in the situation of his mind. He knew that there wasn't going to be an echo. The audience and the viewer knew it wasn't going to be an echo. And there, that's, the, that's that beautiful kind of moment of mortality, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was, and, it was and, really, and this, really well And this done. character is played by Jonathan Price, right? And he, right. he introduces the show in the very first episode, right? He's going, you're going to hear all kinds of tales. The narrator, right? Right, right. right. He's the narrator. And they kill the narrator, episode fourth four. Episode. Yeah, yeah uh, fourth episode. Uh, and uh, Jonathan Price is Russ. Yeah, he he plays Russ. Russ yep. And, and he's with his. Uh, what's the character's name? But the, the uh, oh, Jacob. No, Jacob is the older brother. Cole is the younger brother. Duncan Joyner. Yeah, Cole is the younger brother. Okay. Cole goes with Jonathan Price. Yeah. Um, listen, you know what? We're 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 already forty minutes in um, with this. I I I can't recommend this enough. I I I I love that it takes time. I love the 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 
the be- the beauty and the care it takes with the filmmaking. I I love the slow pace. Um and I love the retro future design. I love the old Volvos. I think about Sweden. I mean, I like I like all of it. I like all of it. I, yeah, I, it's, I, it's I can't great. recommend the, the, this enough. Yeah, well, and like I said, we'll we're gonna wrap up the show and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna do part two on, on this because I think we have to. Yeah, I'm trying to stay away from spoilers online. It goes because I was like, all right, let me look up a Tales from the Loop thing, and I and I kind of look it up, um, and it says the ending explained, and I'm like, ah, oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah I don't want to so read that. I'm gonna try. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to read that. Uh, and again, diverse cast. Um, uh, it could be more diverse. There's, it, you know, it could be more diverse, but it is there is diversity in the cast, and I like there's really uh, great roles for women in this. It's just, uh, you know, that second, that's that uh, the third episode with the with the young woman who had the 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 time machine, the uh, yeah, the time stop machine. You know, uh, Leon Lee is you, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, her. Yep. she was uh, she was she was great. Um, I I really liked it. I really yeah, liked it. De- definitely, definitely worth checking out for sure. Alright, T, so we're gonna we're gonna do a uh so we're gonna try something new. We're gonna limit ourselves to fifteen minutes on Westworld. So right. I think we should go fair game on seasons one and two, and obviously the big discussion is gonna be season three, but if there's anything that we want to talk about in terms of season one and two, we could bring that up. Wherever we're at in fifteen minutes, that's where the conversation ends. I'm gonna start the okay, timer okay. right now. Right. And... and we're gonna hear it go off. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Westworld, go. Uh, Three should put like a sound from uh, from what was that show with uh, that had twenty four. Oh, like, twenty four. The, the countdown clock. <laughs> well, talk. All right. All right. You Quick. wasted fifteen seconds. There you go. I wasted fifteen <laughs> seconds. So, wh- wh- like, all right. You go first. I'm a steamroller. What right. do you think? Okay. So, Westworld season one. I loved Westworld season one. To me, this was one of the most creative shows to to, to be on TV. It was thought provoking. Mm-hmm. You there was mysteries every week. You're like, what is going on? It was like lost on steroids in terms of mysteries and what they were going to be doing. Right, right. Um, and to me, the first the first season is is fantastic television. Uh, season two and it lost reward, its way. It, reward, it rewarded you for paying attention. And I'm going to say this a thousand times about shows, but I like things that reward you for paying attention. And first season Westworld rewarded you for paying attention and it was surprising to me and that we're dealing with you know it was super well constructed season about they're doing different timelines and we didn't realize it and that the black hat guy was the white hat guy and right it was like that all along it made so much sense that all the kind of all the components fit together purpose uh, perfectly like one of those wood little puzzles you have to put together yep Right. Ba- yeah, ba- great way to put it. Season two uh, lost its way. We'll say yeah. that. It, I didn't know it, what was going on, really. What happened season yeah, two? They I, went from point A to point B. They dropped by Samurai World. What? Yeah. I mean, I remember when I – I mean, this is like, what, three years old at this point, season two? I feel like it's been forever. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember liking the episodes as I was watching them, but then once the season ended, I'm like – I don't really know what they were doing. Now, what was it? What was it ways, about? Right. That I remember they were trying to, I guess, escape the park, right? Which is 
a pretty good idea. Um, eventually they do in the end, and now you have robots in the real world, which I thought was a great concept. So, so I didn't see that second season. This is what I see, right? The robots are trying to escape the park, but they don't. They just kind of go into the Matrix, right? They create their own Matrix, like the Matrix, Keanu Reeves, the Matrix. They go, what, is it, the, what is that? There's that little heaven I mean, you, space you watch that they this, made. You right? watch oh, the Valley the Beyond, right? Hmm? Yeah, the Valley Beyond. Oh, they call it the Valley Beyond. They started re- referring right. it to something else in season three. They were using a different, the, the, they were like Eternia or something like that. That's He-Man. But like, oh. it was some kind of, the Eter- I'm going to call it Eternia <laughs> right now, right? Uh, it, it, they, they go into the Matrix, right? So right. that's Wait. what happened. And only a few of them escape into the real world, right? Right. And it's all obviously your main characters. Um, yeah, everybody you want to see. Season two, they were walking back and forth. between. It's like, hey, we're over here. Let's go back over there. Okay, let's get on a horse. And they go back there. Oh, this is really weird. And there's this computer here, but we have to go to that other computer. This isn't the computer we need. We need the other computer. Okay, let's go it's over like, there. You and beat get the on first a horse. boss, da, da, but there's da, 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 a better boss. I, I just... Yeah. I, it, now, there were really good episodes, individual episodes in season two. Right. Samurai World episode, beautifully filmed, beautifully shot. I loved it. It was a ref- it was good because that was the one that most referenced season one. Right? Right. That most referenced season one. And I, I, I really liked it. But I don't really understand what the main conflict was. Yeah, I mean everything I was Dolores, but I don't I don't even remember like what what was she really trying to do? Right? She was trying was to Ma- that the what's one- Maeve trying to do? You know, am I not paying attention? Am I just not smart? Well, Maeve was I, wasn't she trying to go find her daughter? Right, right. Well, wasn't Maeve, that? Yeah. So Maeve, yes, Maeve right? always. So Maeve wants, actually had a purpose. Yeah, that's no. all her purpose, right? But like, that's the greater goal, right? But the other goals within to get to that point don't make really much sense. I don't know. They were yeah. just wandering, robots wandering around for an entire season. But. At the end, they escape, right? They're in now the real world, what you're calling the Matrix. But I'm going to say it's the real world. We took, no, we no, took no, the red pill. The real, <laughs> right. No, but they're in the real No, they're in the real world. But then there's that other world where they took the programming from their heads and they put all the robots, their, the robot yeah. consciousness in that kind of haven or whatever it is so they can live in that paradise or whatever it is. Right. Right. That's their, their robot heaven. Um, their robot heaven. But the he- other robot ones heaven. that didn't go... The, the ones that didn't go, which was go Dolores the, and Bernard, go to they, the real world. Right, they right the real world. What, I, what I'm saying is they they leave the park, right? Okay, right. So now that's that's where season two le- leaves off, and I'm like, you know what? That's a pretty interesting concept. You're gonna have robots in the real world in season three, and you know what? T it just it didn't work. It was I d- loved the first four episodes of this season. I loved the world building that they were doing. I like that Rico app that they had, you know, that they called oh, it yeah. a Rico app, you know, they built and, and the, and the, uh, the automated vehicles that had the seats going around and, and just the whole structure of it. And all the way I like this. Oh, and it was so promising when, uh, they got all the way to the part where, they were talking about Paris and they showed Paris uh, blowing up with a nuke. And I was wrong. I was really, really wrong in the last podcasts. Yes, 
it was most of it was in LA, but times they were in Singapore and they were in a couple of other places. And I was just getting uh, a little bit confused. I loved, yeah. and I, I said this in the last podcast, because you had this Skynet type supercomputer that was the Rehoboam doing, machine. Right. The Rehoboam right. machine, which was, you know, it's psychohistory from, and I'm going to give a shout out to Isaac Asimov, the father of all this stuff, because Isaac <laughs> Asimov in the Foundation series developed in this science fiction book series, and it's called Psychohistory. And it was this one guy, Harry Seldon, did the math, which this computer is doing. He did all the math so he could project into the future history. And then he started to manipulate history. So really what this computer was done, this is completely lifted off of Harry Seldon, Psychohistory, the Foundation series, Isaac Asimov, who I met. I met Isaac Asimov as a little boy. Very cool situation. But that's a side Did you tell him, did you ask me to kiss my Asimov? <laughs> no, I did not. I, no, I did not. I, I, it didn't occur to me. Anthony. You were, po- you were polite. You, you weren't that crafty back then. No, 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 was, um, no, but he was really, oh, he was really cool. He was like, no, that's I, cool. I, it was at Shakespeare in the Park. And I was like, hey, you know, I was a little, you know, 14 year old Shakespeare in the Park. I go, hey, are you Isaac Asimov? And he was like, yeah. And then he started talking about his books. And he goes, my next book's coming out. And he started telling me the plot of his next book. And he spent the entire, uh, he spent the entire like intermission on that. But that's another side story. They took this idea about psychohistory and about, and I loved how, and I said this in the other podcast, I loved how the mathematics of the predictive, the computer, they, they wanted the to visualize the computer's thinking with that circle. And then the, what do they call it? The type of people who messed up the math, what do they call them? Oh, they like an anomaly or something? The, the anomaly is not... They didn't call them anomalies. I don't or, think they were called... But that's basically what they were, yeah, yeah. right? So, um, so they, they, they would they would, they would would the, the math, right? And then they right. would like start shoot coming out. And then you would see the spikes of problems in the math because they were trying to make a perfect circle. But then there was all these problems that they had to... And that kind of... That, that beautiful circle. I love that. And I loved when it was falling apart because the math started falling apart, and and they their their predictability their 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 grasp on the predictability the computer's grasp on the predictability was falling apart. That was beautiful. There's all these great things that they were doing, and then all of a sudden, second half of the season, they're running back and forth from places. Oh, we got to go from this computer to that computer. Were were there two AIs? I don't. I didn't think so, but I, I thought they, they were they, they, they were, they were jumping around. They went they, from one I, to the other to the back to the other. They kept on running back and forth from computers. It's like I why? Mean, it's like once you once you found out Dolores was in all these other host bodies is what it came out right. to. Right. It it started like it was a it was a good idea, but then it just so like what, what happened to everybody else? They, they you just assumed that everybody else was killed off. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was looking. I'm pulling up the episode guide. Say that again. Oh no! What I was saying is, um, you know, once you find out that Dolores is inside all the other bodies, right? What that, happened? Everybody, they, everybody great, else was just killed I was off. Like, that's, wow, that's that same part mid season. It's right. good up until that point, right? And and you're like, yep. holy, that is Dolores. So what's her name? That's kind of Dolores because that's what I'm looking up. What's the name of the character? Who um, uh, uh, Valkyrie from Thor? Oh, um, Char- Charlie. 
Raise her name Charlie. Um, uh, and then she okay. So uh, Charlotte, she, Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. Right. So she yeah. is Dolores, and she takes over Charlotte. De- Dolores duplicates herself, has her take over Charlotte's body, and then puts all the data that they collected from Charlotte into her, and then that changes Dolores, so she becomes another character. Very good concept. Yep. And why wasn't she, why wasn't she the person that had the showdown at the end with? Dolores. Dolores versus Dolores instead of that, Maeve. That's what I thought they were going to do. And, and instead, we, we got the Fight Club ending. Right. And where the hell's Bernard? What's Bernard doing? He's running around with one of the Hemsworth brothers. Useless. Yep. yep. I he didn't do anything to, this season. You know what I would have th- loved? Five episodes of just Bernard talking to the to the circle. And then Bernard <laughs> going, hey, uh, yeah, so... Sh- this is a problematic because of this. Well, this and that, that and robotics and, and predictability. And I would have loved to have seen that. I would have loved to have seen that. So here, I got a question about Bernard. So he shuts himself down or whatever he does. And when he wakes up, he's all covered in dust because the bomb went off. hundred years in the future. hundred okay. years in the future. That was my question. Where do you he's think he is? hundred years in the future. It's the apocalypse happened. It's going to be like Mad Max. That's what's right. going to happen. But more more nukes have gone off. It's going to be more robots. Human, I don't know. I don't know where they're going with it. But it's not it, the world is going to look nothing like what it was, right? Yeah, that I way. I didn't think about it as being that far in the future until when, when we said we were going to cover Westworld and I started thinking about the show again. Right. Because when I first saw it, I'm like, uh, is this like ten minutes later kind of thing? It, that was another thing that was like really confusing. Like when things were taking place, like even the stuff with. Um, uh, what's it? The man in black. What, what's his name? Uh, William. Right. You know, like was some of that taking place in his mind, or did you know when when he was held hostage, were they simulating that in some kind of machine Listen, or whatever? I, I but like, then I I like Aaron Paul, and I think he was good in this. But adding Aaron Paul took away from so many more characters that I wanted to see. I think. I know they needed to be have a human as the person who is the human who has to make that decision. Couldn't have that been the man in black? I mean, there's other humans there. I mean, he, here's you the know? thing, right? It, they, it could it could have been it could have been uh, Tessa Thompson's character, right? It, it could well, have no, been. No, it really it couldn't because they killed all them characters, right? Right? Because Tessa Thompson was killed, um, so now she's Dolores, right? So you can't have her as your human person. Um, the, the man in black, you were still going back and forth on whether he's a, he's a host or not, right? So, right. And then his story didn't really even tie into the main one until, what, the last episode, really? So here's the thing. What did Bernard do this season? Nothing. 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 Well, Bernard, Bernard did nothing. And they built up this great, uh, that you know... Uh, one minute. One minute. Dolores one Charlotte. Minute. Oh, Charloris. 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 What do you, <laughs> yeah. Charloris, right? Sure, I'll go with that. Sh- Sh- Charloris, right? So Charloris is this great character. They burn her, so she's going to come back like cra- Disappears to the end of this, right? And she's fine when she shows up. And at the end, she's like hanging around. Uh, yep. And, you know, and uh, I wish, what's his name? I, I was expecting, what's his name to come back? Teddy Flood, James Marsden. I was expecting him. To oh come yeah, back. yeah. I yeah, me too. I thought he was going to show up. I thought yeah, he was going to be one of the Doloreses that was, was right, left over. Right, right, right. So that would that would have been more compelling because all of a sudden they would have Teddy's 
mind in there, but he's Dolores and that kind of thing. So I don't know. Missed Shout opportunity. Out to, uh, Marsh Marshawn Lynch though. Marshawn Lynch as uh as Aaron Paul's henchman, you know, the, the Seahawks running back, one in my fantasy football league five oh, years ago. Oh, the one the guy from the uh the guy with the Here we go. There we go. There we go. Ding, ding, there we go. Ding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Miss, Ken, you okay. want to you want to button it up? Real, real quick wrap up. Great world building. Great first half of the season. Falls apart into incomprehension. Uh, great cast. Great everything. And it just kind of like it's where does it go? My brother said this. He goes, you know, sometimes I feel like I want to watch shows and just skip the last two episodes. Yeah, <laughs> I was on the phone with my brother last week, and I was like, you know what? You know that's that sounds about right. And this is one of those. You know, there's yep. one of those. Oh, great setup, great world building. There's so many movies with a great first act that just kind of like go <laughs> at the end. They didn't, they didn't wind up the robot enough. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, notallpods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. Hello. I'm going to change the battery on my, on my headset. Pause. All right. So T had to go away battery on his headset has died he's looking at me right now through the camera but he doesn't know what i'm saying all right i'm back is that that's better and he's back